are Locked On Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Park the Sound is your favorite Tar Heel voice. Welcome to Locked On Tar Heels. As always, it's a great day to be a Tar Heel. I'm your host, Keenis Cooper. Thank you so much for joining me today. Do yourself a favor. Make sure you download, subscribe to the podcast from anywhere. You can also join the fun via Twitter by following at Locked On Heels. Or me personally, a Candace D. Cooper. So here's what I have on tap for you guys today. We're going to talk football as we prep for the spring game. We mentioned offense and defense yesterday and how excited we are for our key returners. We also got to talk about baseball, who has a big ACC series happening this weekend against Miami. So we'll get you guys tapped in for that. Hope you're having a great start to your Friday. Hope you had a great Friday. Hope you're ready for the weekend. The weekend is here. Thank the Lord. We are so excited to just have some good but cloudy weather here in North Carolina. I hope it is sunny wherever you are and you have big plans as you prepare to get to Chapel Hill tomorrow at 3 p.m. The team will be start going through some individual seven-on-seven drills before taking the field for the game portion of the event. So about 3 45 is when all the action will start. It'll be heavy hitting. You know, it won't be too, too intense, but it'll be a real game, right? You'll have Carolina versus Tar Heels with points being awarded to the team that scores in the Carolina or Tar Heel end zone. Not sure what they're doing for the special team portion, rather the kicking portion. And we all know Carolina's kicking and special teams have been an interesting part of their program. We are trying to be a complete team. Feel like we have it on the offensive end, trying to find it on the defensive end. But man, oh man, when it comes to kicks, oftentimes we hold our breath because we just don't know how it's going to go. Carolina is looking to have one of its best seasons yet. A lot of pressure for the Heels as they return Sam Howell as they try and figure out who this young defensive core is. They are not playing any games, right? But I think overall... It should be an excellent time just to see the guys back in action in Keenan Stadium. So make sure you guys enjoy. If you have general public tickets, we know you are a special group because those tickets are sold out and they're only going to be giving students on a first-come, first-served basis some tickets and opportunities to see the game in live. But you can also tune into the ACC Network if you don't get a chance to go, and it'll be just fine, right? It's still a little panty, right? We're still in the pandemic, so sitting at home is nothing wrong with that. They'll have a 3 o'clock team flex, 310 independent work, 327 versus 7. 3.30, they'll go back to the locker room. Maybe we'll get some halftime action. Then 3.40, the team will take the field. At 3.45, the first snap will go down. They are encouraging you to wear a mask, stay six feet apart. I don't know how you do that in the stadium, but okay. And wash your hands, right? And make sure that you pregame because at the end of the day, let's enjoy what is Carolina football being back, right? I think it'll be an exciting time. I was talking to some of my friends about which games we should go to this fall because my role here on Locked on Tar Heels will be changing, so I won't be covering the team, which means I'll get an opportunity to celebrate my heels, right, without having to be critical and hard. I'll be a fan and not an insider. I'll still have scoops for you, but it won't be from the specific Tar Heel space. More news on that will come in the coming weeks, feeling like maybe maybe I'll announce it next week, but should be good to go from there. I just hope you guys are excited because there are a lot of good things happening from that standpoint. So let's recap a bit 
things that we were talking about this past week, we had the offense and defensive returners that I think thought were going to be very key and critical to one, winning Sam Howell a Heisman, but two, helping him defensively to give him some breath and some space, right, when we were trying to figure out who Carolina is as a program as a whole. So offensively, I said Carolina has to have some great receivers, right? They're going to need our guys to step up with Joffrey Brown, right? Josh Downs. We're going to need – what? why am I blanking on my names? Because I had them, right? You already know because I've already said them. I see his face right here in front of me. And yet, <laughs> I can't quite call him as I'm talking about. Emory Simmons, that's my guy. Oh, you know, I'm pretty. You know, there it is. <laughs> Emory Simmons will also be a key returner. And then, of course, how can we not forget my Greg Olson himself, Mr. Bo Corrales, coming back for yet another year. He's about Greg Olson's age while we're playing. He is coming for yet another senior season, and I think it'll be a good one. Then you got to think about the fact of defensively, right? Carolina has tried to – they've been the narrative of being the young team. They've been the narrative of being the team that's confused. They've been the team that can't really tackle. They've been the team that's – that's the horrible side of the ball, right? Offense is stepping up, doing things in ways, and defense is making us look bad. <laughs> but now you got guys returning Jeremiah Gimmel, Jaquarius Connolly, Tyron Hop, Tyrone Hopper, right you've got guys who are taking place of Chad Surratt you got Eugene Asante when you think about the young guys who were true freshmen Tony Grimes figuring out his way guys who have a lot of potential Kyler Big Michael I think there's so there's so much opportunity for the heels here they just have to be as consistent as possible and of course you got my Fox brothers who you guys know I root for hardcore I think they are going to have a dynamic duo again I mentioned yesterday that playing with your sibling has to be pretty fun and enjoyable probably top five top five things I would love to do is playing with a swim swim team ha playing with my brother on a football field if I had one and if I was a guy but you know I mean women are playing football too but I digress for any of my feminists who are listening to the show please don't hate me (laughs) it's just a slip of the tongue something that I'm used to talking about all the time more importantly though I had to mention a interview that I saw on Twitter with Javante Williams because we're talking about football, right? And he was telling the interviewer how he has to rap for one of his potential new bosses or NFL organizations, and they made him do a rap. And I just couldn't (laughs) understand what in God's green earth was the point. So he said essentially they made him come up with a 30-second rap and he had to present it. So it was kind of like doing like an elevator pitch, right? But of course, because stereotype, they made it be a rap. Of course, because ignorance, they made it be a rap, right? So what if Javante has said, I like country music? Then what? That'd have been awkward. What if he said, I can't, I can't rhyme. I'm not good with wordplay and all that stuff. But what would that have done, right? Now you look silly. And as much as we're gearing up for the NFL draft and I'm super excited about it, part of my hesitation, I feel like I just want to watch via Twitter, it's because I really don't want to watch ESPN and have to listen to these sad black trauma stories that we hear every freaking draft year about how guys came from nothing and overcame. They had their mama was, you know, on welfare and they were playing with holes in their shoes and now they're living out their dream, making multi-million dollars. And I just, I don't want to hear it. quite frankly, find a different narrative. And for all my fellow journalists out there, my media folks, when you're asking these guys when they join your teams and you're feeling like, what can we talk about? 
you're trying to find some unique story, black trauma is not the angle. <laughs> Let's graduate from that being a certain angle. I think we can go beyond, right, talking about some of the worst moments in people's lives and maybe celebrate what's something interesting about them. Like, what do they like to do? Javante Williams enjoys horses, right? He's a country guy. Maybe we can find something there. Maybe he likes fruit and he only eats pine. I don't know, but like, find something of that, right? Don't ask the same stupid questions or who's locked up or who in their family died, like, let's, we're going to graduate this year. I'm praying for that. I'm believing for that. I hope whoever's in these pitch and meeting rooms has this, has this conversation. And I hope the people who are have to interview speak up and say, I no longer wish to ask these dumbass questions time and time again. And I'm going to say this closer to draft day next week. I'm going to harp on this as much as I can so I'm blue in the face because guess what? The NBA draft is not that far away, and we all know we just saw a tragedy from Kentucky basketball. Rest in peace to Terrence Clark. I don't want to hear that, right? I don't want to make that horrible situation a focal point of that night, right? I, I want us to do better <laughs> in the media realm. So that's what I'm believing for and will preach about until I'm blue in the face. My three cents that you did not ask for, but I'm certainly going to give you anyway. I swear for Lord, if I hear one ignorant thing about any of my guys getting picked up, like, oh, Chas Surratt and his mom and his dad, they had to go through, you know, loving versus Virginia type energy. I'm going to lose my ish and I'm going to call it out and I'm gonna make sure everybody who's anybody hears what I have to say when it comes to that. So there's that. I'm off my high horse. <laughs> now we're going to make sure you guys are set up and locked and loaded for some opportunities to get ready for the mock draft, NFL draft, download, subscribe that. But more importantly, I got to tell you about this baseball action because the Miami Hurricanes are not a team to sleep on. And so we got to make sure we're equipped and ready to go from that space. The Locked On Podcast Network is covering the NFL draft from all angles. Catch up on the ultimate mock draft 2021 podcast presented by odyssey follow locked on nfl draft and the draft dudes podcast for the latest draft news and stay tuned for more info about our live nfl draft coverage so the tar heels the diamond heels are up for their fifth acc series and looking for their fifth acc series win as they take on the miami hurricanes at home on bryson field starting Friday, today at 3 p.m. Hope you guys have been watching, right? And then they've got one Sunday or Friday, 45 minutes after the conclusion of the game, so a doubleheader, then Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern time, and it'll be on the ACC Network Extra, right? So I don't know what your guys' cable plans are, but ACC Network, Network Extra will be good to go and set you up right nicely. Then here are the pitching lineups. Game one, it'll be Austin Love. Game two will be Sean Rapp. Game three is to be determined. But on the other side, you got Alejandro Rosario, Jordan Deverly, and Jake Garland, who will certainly give Carolina a time or two during the matchup. Carolina enters the weekend after falling in two out of three games against Pitt. We know that Carolina was trying as much as they could to stay in that game, but weren't quite able to get away with all three. Then you had them losing to Coastal Carolina in a 6-3 loss. That was hard fought, but coming up short. Carolina figuring out its way. They don't, they have no quit in them, which is nice. When you when you're down, it's hard when it's hard to get back in games when you don't necessarily do the necessary things to put yourself in a position to win. 
We also talk about the fact that Roberts hit two home runs in the game versus Pitt and marked the third time this season that Roberts homered twice in the same game. 21 runs against Duke. We still remember that. We're holding true to that being one of the best games we've had so far this season. But there's still room for growth. There's still absolute room for growth. Coach Scott Forbes is the only first-year head coach among Power 5 conference programs in 2021. So he is figuring out his way in a nice look, right? Taking the reins from Coach Mike Fox, who was a legend for the Tar Heels, has been one to really, you know, come in. It's hard to try and take over a team with a guy who has been historically one of the best that Carolina has ever seen. And just to try and say, hey, all right, next, me. <laughs> well, I'm sure there's no pressure. No pressure at all. Hence, hence looking at you, Hubert Davis, after coming coming behind a legend, in your respective sport cannot be easy. And as much as we talk about basketball, right, the same things are happening everywhere. So it's not an uncommon happening. There it is. It is more so that we're trying to figure out just how good these first-year coaches can be and the grace that we must extend (laughs) as these coaches are teaching these these players their style, their coaching style, their game strategy and methods and how to apply those bad boys. So a lot of grace got to be extended to Coach Forbes as well as Coach Davis. And I would love to do a comparison show and just think about, you know, your trajectory and how how they learn from the best and ultimately taking over and how stressful or great that can be. There's a different level of pressure coming behind somebody than just coming to a program for the first time all things good. So again, as I talk about Carolina family and staying in the family and making sure it's all about family, it could be okay to get some fresh eyes, right? It could be okay to find a new realm of support. It could be a great opportunity just to get some new feedback. We talk about diverse groups and as much as we talk about diversity, diverse thought, diverse thought also includes different teams that you've uh, coached under, right? So I don't know. I don't dislike, I mean, I'm part of the Carolina family, so who am I? But I dislike having it all Carolina all the time. I think sometimes you just got to branch out of it. But, you know, again, my three cents that you didn't ask for, but I had to give you anyway, because at the end of the day, that's what I'm here for. So you're welcome. (laughs) Now, if you're betting on whether or not Coach Forbes or Coach Hubert Davis are going to have strong first couple years, I encourage you to take your talents over to betonline.ag. Can Coach Forbes be the Power 5 Coach of the Year when it comes to baseball? Can Hubert Davis win his first year? Can he win Coach of the Year in the ACC? Who knows? He doesn't have stiff competition, in my opinion. But there, you know, Tony Bennett, Kenny, uh, Kevin Keats, there's a lot of people. Could be gunning for it. But at the same time, Jim Behai, I don't think he's going to get it either. I just, I'm feeling Hubert Davis coach of the year, straight out of the gate. Let's call it now. There it is. Hot take of the day. Hubert Davis will be coach of the year for the ACC year one. Don't ask me why I know. Just understand I know. <laughs> so if you're going to bet on that, go to betonline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all sports action. While football might be over, it is gearing up. Spring football is here. We can do some Howell, Sam Howell Heisman predictions. You can do all of that on betonline.ag. It even covers Oscars and award shows. So, yes, the Oscars is this Sunday. And who are you thinking is going to win the Academy Award for Best Actress? It better be Andre Day. 
for her portrayal of Billie Holiday. I don't know if you've seen that on Hulu, but I highly recommend you watch that. I'm plugging that because I love Andre and she's a Capricorn. So big January birthday energy. Now, BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets. And it's free to sign up if you head to the website, betonline.ag, or use their mobile device app to sign up today. You'll receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. And if you're going to use your promo code, I gotcha. It's locked on at L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Are you ready for the NFL Draft? Join Locked On NFL Draft host Trevor Sikama and Benjamin Soltlack as they give you their latest positional rankings and analysis on 2021 draft prospects with team-centric guest mocks right around the corner. Literally, next weekend, people are going to hear their name called for the first time. It's going to be amazing. Follow the Locked On NFL Draft podcast on the Odyssey app wherever you get podcasts. Now, we are wrapping up today's show, reminding you guys that the spring game is tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Can't wait. To see some good things, I just want everyone to be healthy. Like, you get to a point in age where, like, I could, I want to win, and that's great, but I would love guys to just stay healthy throughout the year, have good seasons, and do what's best for them and theirs when it's time to go to the next level, right? Or they make great careers. It's a 40-year decision, as they love to harp on at Carolina, but it really is. Because, again, back to that Carolina family, you straight <laughs> when you come to Carolina and the university of that caliber. So I look forward to, you know, things that I want, want to see. How the same how look, obviously out the gate. How do our receivers look running routes? How does our O-line look? Because we all know our O-line has not been the kind of dogs in the trenches that we need for quite some time. Charlie Heck did his thing. Then Charlie Heck left, and we got uh, Mr. Azudu trying to find his way. We got a lot of guys trying to figure out who they are. Mr. Tucker trying to find figure it out, okay? So we're going to need 12 good games. <laughs> All good games. You need someone, Brian Anderson, to protect my guys, okay? Protect Sam Howell at all costs. And we also need our running backs to be great blockers as well. Defensively, how does our line look, right? Can we see some fun plays where somebody picks somebody off in our secondary? I think that would be great as well. And then special teams, can somebody make a decent kick? That's all I'm saying. That's all I ask, and that's that's really it. So a lot of good things to look for. And then also, more, most importantly, number one, sorry, have fun. Enjoy it. Enjoy spring football. Enjoy the fact that we get some sense of normalcy. Enjoy the fact that things are starting to look better and better because we all know it's going to be full on this fall. So let's hope we get that opportunity. And I look forward to talking to you guys Monday about the spring game, some, some key takeaways, some conversations with Mac Brown, watching all of his pressers and what have you. It's a great time to just be a Tar Heel, right? Great day to be a Tar Heel as always. I hope you guys have a great, great weekend. Go Heels. You are Locked On Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.